You want your five-star matches? You want your 30-minute classics? Not me. Big meaty men slapping me. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is another episode of the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Randall Beatley. Let's dive right on in. It's been a minute, it feels like, since I've done an actual episode of this thing. Um, just been busy, man. Just been busy. Um, let's dive in. We're going to recap um, some of the wrestling that has happened over the last week or so. Uh, since I think Thursday, last Thursday, last Friday. Um, and we're going to, um, talk mostly about Monday Night Raw. Because it was live here in Charlotte where I live. I was there. I have some opinions. I have some things to mention to, about to Dear Triple H. That's going to be the, the, the name of this title. As you, the name of this episode, as you've seen. Dear Triple H, so majority of this is going to be sort of a letter to Triple H on on what I did not like about Monday Night Raw, but also to the fans who are complaining because I've seen a lot of people who are like, well, that, that Charlotte crowd was dead. I thought the Charlotte crowd was supposed to be lively. Let, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Um, but Dear Triple H, this is the name of this episode because we're going. To, I'm going to give my wholehearted opinion on Monday Night Raw and why I thought that I I think it was Triple H's worst episode as head of booking. Now, I don't think every episode, and nor do I expect every episode to be A-level tier, but this was like D-level episode, right? D-level episode, right? Um, We'll talk about Raw, we'll talk about NXT, um... Uh, from Tuesday and, and some of the things that have happened there, um, and the outcoming of Halloween Havoc. Um, we'll go over Halloween Havoc just a little bit to start though. Um, I'm surprised Braun kept the belt. I'm a little confused. Just, we're going to make blanket statements right now. We're not really going to go into Halloween Havoc all that much because most of it went the way I expected it to go. Um... Wesley, I kind of figured he was going to win this match. Um, I kind of figured he was going to be the guy. Um, I just don't think we needed a ladder match fatal five-way to do that. Um, I felt that you could have had Carmelo versus Wesley and still been a decent enough match to tell that story. Um, I don't because because you really don't do anything for the other th- three superstars that were there. They had their spots, but it was sort of meh, right? I think a lot. I think the crowd sort of gathered behind Nathan Frazier. Frazier though, um, 
he was at the end of the match. He was the guy I was cheering for um, to win. But they did a lot to get Wesley over, which is good. Good for him. He's been through a lot with the the craziness that that has happened um, with him losing his tag team partner and all of that here in the last year, right? Um, Mandy winning, I was thoroughly happy about it. Not surprised. The whole way that it took like three different segments. So I love that. I love the theatrics. Of that whole match. Um, I wish we did more theatrical matches like that. I really did. I I wish we do more like that. For some of these gimmicks. You know like Bray Wyatt. uh, With what. With the Wyatt Six and stuff. Let all of his matches. um, Even. like, Like all of Bray Wyatt's matches. Should. Um. Should be theatrical, in effect, right? And I really think that, like, and then make it to where, like, you. I'm not going to predict what we should do with Bray Wyatt, but I feel like he should be all theatrical in his matches while he fights with his demons. Like that, that's that's cool. Anyway, I w- I just wish we did more theatrical matches. It, it I find them highly entertaining. Um, but the most surprising result to me. Was Braun Breaker maintaining the championship? Um, which I found as a surprise, and I'm a little bit confused as to why they teased the theory cash in if they weren't going to have him cash in, or at least attempt a cash in. I'm a little bit confused to that. Um,. And then, um, what was the last thing I was going to say? Shoot. Anyway, that's not important. Um, let's move on to NXT coming out of it, then we'll end with Raw. I'm going to try to make this short. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Raw. Um, NXT was a normal episode of NXT. The numbers are back up there. I think it was like 716,000 people watch. That's good. Um, the ratings stayed where they tend to be. Um, I like that Electra is back in the show. I wish... I don't know. I just want her to be part of Legato in some way in the in the future. Um, and feud with Selena. That, 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 that would be what I'm hoping for in the future but to have her attack Indy Hartwell Indy sort of Indy needs to be move up as well there's a lot of females down there that I feel should move up with this new sort of talent pool coming in for the women's division you had McDonough and uh, the uh, Dragonoff in the main event fantastic match um you had Shotzi and Lash Legend, and I'll just say real quick, Lash Legend needs to go away. She is the worst wrestler on the planet. She is the worst wrestler on the planet. And I don't think that's controversial. I think everyone agrees with that. 
right? She's the worst wrestler on the planet. Like, anytime she steps in the ring, I'm worried someone's going to get hurt. Um, let's, while we're talking about that, match, let's talk about Quincy Elliott. And people are going to say, oh, you're homophobic, or oh, you just, you don't like big, first of all, I'm a big dude. This has nothing to do with the size, this has nothing to do with the sexual orientation, or him being gay, or any, anything, right? He's not entertaining, and he's not good in the ring. Like, he, I don't understand why we... Why the IWC puts people on pedestals that should not be on that pedestal. He's not ready yet. Right? He's not ready yet. Put him back in the PC. Have him learn how to talk. Have him learn how to actually wrestle. He's not. He's a glorified um, indie darling that people like from the indies. But he's not WWE style yet. Um, he's not good. And so when people like me or Brooker T say stuff like this or groan or, oh, why is he here? He's got a lot to show me. You automatically say, oh, it's because he's gay, isn't it? No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. All right. I had to get that out there. Um, I think that's basically everything I wanted to talk about NXT. So let's go ahead and transition to Dear Triple H. Dear Triple H. Please, for the love of God, stop booking five or six, like, 20-minute matches on Monday Night Raw. We don't need that many matches. I Like, you could tell a compelling story without having 30-minute matches, right? So, so let's go through Raw, then you'll see what I'm talking about. So let's talk about it. First off, this thing started strong. This thing started off strong to me. Um, I will start off with Raw by saying this. This is the worst show of the Triple H regime. It started off really strong with Judgment Day and OC segment. Um, uh, The only part about that segment I really didn't like was Dominic had to fucking talk again. And we're going to talk about Dominic. Let's actually talk about this since I didn't talk about this part on NXT. With the schism debuting Ava Rain, a.k.a. Simone Johnson, The Rock's daughter, right? And so everyone is asking, you know, there's a popular TikTok going around. Why won't you just put her on the main roster and have her fight Charlotte and do the... So we don't get another goddamn Dominic Mysterio. Right? The way they're treating Ava Rain is the way Dominic should have started. Should have had a complete... Like... He shouldn't even be known as Dominic Mysterio. He should have a name change. He should be, you know, in NXT learning how to do all this crap, right? And not living off of daddy, right? And Dominic, he's getting better, but he's not good still. Like, I don't know why people thoroughly enjoy when he's on TV. I cringe. He's... he's we, I don't. I'm glad they're doing what they're doing with Ava Rain because I don't. We don't need another Dominic Mysterio living off of, you know, his dad's. And people, well, but Charlotte does it. Charlotte went through NXT and earned her stripes in 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 the industry. Created her own lane. Was never known as Charlotte Flair. What for for several years? I don't. I think she just went by Charlotte. I think she did not want the flair part in her name, if I remember correctly. I don't think she wanted to be associated with her dad. She wanted to earn it by herself, and I, I, I commend that. 
And I think Ava Rain's going the same way. Like, oh, this is right. And the thing that's really bothering me is people are like, oh, it's The Rock's daughter. Oh, it's The Rock. No, 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 no. It's Ava Rain. It's completely different. Right? Yes, it's The Rock's daughter, but who cares about that? It's Ava Rain. Let her make her own path. Right? Anyway, back to Raw. Um, Dominic calling himself this generation's Eddie Guerrero. Cheap heat. It's fine. It's, it's expected from he a heel. Um, but, come on, Dom. I need a little bit more than that. I need a little bit more than that. Um, anyway, so you have Anderson and Finn have a, a match. It, to me, the match went a little bit too long, but it, at least it told a story. Anyway, move on. The next segment continued really strong. Told a story. It's an ongoing story between Miz and Dexter. Miz goes out, says he's going to tell the truth. Gargano interrupts, says he's still lying. Tell the truth. Then Johnny, uh, the Miz says, I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the truth. And guess what? In the Charlotte crowd, Charlotte's guy, our truth comes out, says, I am the truth. What are you going to tell me, basically, right? And this then leads with, you know, Miz and Truth in a match. Gargano dresses up as uh, Dexter, you know, mind tricks Miz. Our truth gets the win, right? And then this match, then the show ended very strong with Bianca and Bailey. In between, though, this is where I'm going to talk to Triple H. Dear Triple H, we do not need, point one, we do not need 20 to 30 minute filler matches like we got between Theory and Mustafa. The there was no story between them. The stories between Mustafa and Seth, and I believe you could tell. I'm fine with the matched, right? But we don't need it to be 30 minutes long, 20 minutes long. Have it be a 10-minute match where Mustafa, you know, proves himself to Seth to earn the title opportunity. That's fine. But having these, like, matches just to put in spots, I'm not okay with that. It's AEW-type booking, and it's it's not entertaining to me. It loses me. And at times, it feels like you're stretching out the match length so that you book less. Because you don't have much to do. With all the talent you have on the roster, it should be easy to figure out how to book the three-hour show. But we get a bunch of filler 30-minute matches that don't end up doing anything. Dear Triple H.2, end the Omos experiment immediately. It has failed already again. Every time they try to revamp Omos, they feed him the jobbers, and people don't care about him. Right? Please end it. Dear Triple H. That's all I got really for Triple H. Is we don't need the filler matches being so long. That's the main thing I have against what Triple H is doing right now. Is he's creating this atmosphere where the matches mean more than the story. And I, I, there were parts of this in between. Where I was bored out of my mind live in the stadium. And it felt like I was at an AEW show. Right? Um, I think it's cool that Nikki Cross is back as Nikki Cross and not Nikki A.S.H. I just don't know if that was the proper way to have her debut. Um, I felt that that should have happened in a city that was a little bit more Charlotte, the Charlotte crowd, from what I got from the people that were near me, they... There were some hardcore fans, but a lot of the people there from people that I went with or people that I knew that went, so there were a lot of first-timers in the crowd. 
I felt like a lot of people there around me didn't know the roster um, and didn't know a lot of the newer people. Um, Charlotte's and when you neglect to go there for years upon years, I know they went this year before WrestleMania for SmackDown, and that show sold out. That show was loud. It was a, a, a on the road to WrestleMania. You had Roman, you had Brock, you had guys people cared about. You give us a crap show. You give us a show that's full of crap. You're gonna get a crap response. It's, uh, someone made a video. A one person in particular that I remember. That really just frustrated me on his opinions. Because I agree with a lot of what he has to say. But this just irritated me. Where he was like, this crowd is dead. I thought it was supposed to be a wrestling crowd. This crowd sucks. You can't judge. You can't say Nikki Cross isn't over. You can't say Mustafa's not over because the crowd sucks. Well, you also can't say the crowd sucks when you give us the worst show of the year. You gave us the worst show of, of the regime. Um, the last real thing that I want to talk about um, is JBL and Corbin. So I like JBL being involved in this. It's He's a great heel. He knows how to get on people's skin or under people's skin and on people's nerves. My issue with this is how they're presenting Corbin. I think Corbin's presentation sucks. The music sucks. The outfit sucks. Here's how I would have done it. I would have had Corbin... You know, he, he goes, he leaves, he goes off with JBL, and then we don't see him for a while. I would have had him come back to JBL's music, have them both come out in the limo, have Corbin in a suit like JBL is with the cowboy hat, and it's announced that, you know, Corbin and JBL are starting this new venture together as, you know, JBL's character is essentially like that oil, the Texas oil tycoon, and that, um... JBL and Corbin have, have struck gold and, and, and they're getting back into the oil game and they're they're partnering with the Saudis. We're leading up to the Saudi show. We're partnering up with the Saudis to, to you know, in the oil industry, right? It could have been like an interesting storyline there. You don't even have to include the Saudis. So Corbin bought into my oil business and we're making money together, right? And, 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 and in exchange, I'm going to mentor him on how to, you know, be a be a wrestle wrestling god, right? And then present Corbin, you know, in suits, wrestling sort of in the way that corporate Kane did, you know, where you wrestled no shirt in the sort of like dress pants with with the the boots underneath, right? Rather than I don't even know what he's wearing, like it, it just looks awful. It looks like a created wrestler, and it it doesn't match like what they're trying to present. Um, it just, it just, it doesn't work well. Like, JBL was great. I love JBL. I love Corbin. Don't get me wrong. I think Corbin's magnificent. I just don't like the way they're presenting this, this, this character. Um, so dear Triple H, let's fix that, right? Um, and then the last thing we'll talk about, I just thought, thought of this. I, uh, they released today the PWI... Women's 150, the first ever time they did a 150 where they ranked the top 150 women's wrestlers. Now, their criteria, in-ring ability, in-ring achievement, um, quality of opponent, and the last one I think to me is the most important, influence on the sport or promotion. All right, so we're going to name out the top ten. 
we're going to name out the top 10. Now, the full list has been out um, already. Now, I'm going to mispronounce some of these Stardom girls' names, and I do apologize for that. Um, it's nothing against Stardom. It's nothing against the girls. I just don't know how to pronounce your name. I don't watch it. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Um, number one, Sayuru, Sayori. I'm a, I think it's Sayuri. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. She's one of the Stardom girls. I've never seen her wrestle. I'm assuming she's great. Um... Number two, Bianca. I have no problem with Bianca being number two. Um, number three, I do have a problem with Thunder Rosa being three. Um, I just Becky Lynch is four. Number five, I have a very big problem with, and that's Jade Cargill. Um, not that I don't like her. I just don't think she's top five worthy. Like, what has she done? What has she done that makes her better than any of the people behind her? Six is Jordan Grace. I kind of agree with that. Saya... Kamatani um, at 7, Charlotte at 8, Starlight Kid at 9, and Taya Valkyrie at 10. Some other notables, Brits at 13, Liv Morgan is 17, Ronda 18. Um, and the one I really am upset about, Mandy Rose is sitting at 21. And to me, this is a goddamn disgrace. Mandy Rose, in, so this went from October of last year through September, I think, 15th of this year. Um, in that time period, Mandy Rose has been a champion that entire time. Right? She's faced Mika Sakamura, uh, Bia Priestley, Nikita Lyons, uh, Raquel, Cora. She's beaten Kaylee Ray multiple times. Um so many different Raquel, Dakota Kai, so many different opponents that she's beaten. Is she the best in the ring? No. And so this is where my issue comes. When you make this list, this seems like they favor in-ring ability. And in some way. Like like what does Jade Cargill at five do, do better than Mandy Rose sitting at twenty one? They, she doesn't. She does nothing better than Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, to me, is the hottest thing in the women's division. Quite literally, the hottest thing in the, in the women's division. Right? She, she draws eyes. She, she has that influence. She, she's beautiful. She draws eyes. She gets the biggest um, reactions. Um, she, right, it, it felt to me like this was slightly biased towards non-WWE women. Um, Rhea Ripley sitting at like 84, which is insane. It could be 48. I don't even know. But Sasha's like 26, which I don't even believe Sasha should be on the list. When was the last time she wrestled? Like, I don't know, man. It just, I feel like if it's, if Indy Darling, like Indy Darlings don't like Mandy Rose because she has that sex appeal and that's what gets her over. And they want like, I want a wrestler. To be my, I want a woman's wrestler. No, shut the fuck up. I want someone that looks good. Mandy looks good. Mandy draws eyes. I remember one time, I didn't, I used to not watch NXT on a regular basis, right? I would just completely miss NXT. I just didn't care about it. And then I was flipping one time on a Tuesday 
And Mandy Rose is sitting in the pool in a bikini, and I'm like, I got to watch NXT. Like, any guy who flipped on a Tuesday and would have turned on USA on that episode would be like, hey, maybe I should get back into this wrestling thing. That doesn't mean we need to go back at the brawl and panties matches. But sex appeal sells. I've been saying this for quite a while. Mandy Rose was the best thing in the women's division in the last 365 days. That's just my opinion. I just I feel like she's being disgraced sitting at 21. That's fucking insane. At least give her a top 10. What does anyone in that top 10 do better than Mandy Rose? I'd say Bianca I agree with. Charlotte I agree with. I'm not saying she should be number one. But she should be in the goddamn top 10. She has more influence on the sport of wrestling. On the promotion of wrestling than any of those shimmer girls do. Does it? Can anybody name or know... like? If you don't watch Shimmer, like, I know of Shimmer, but I don't know anybody on Shimmer. But this just felt like it was rigged by the IWC against these WWE females who use a lot of sex appeal to get over. I just don't understand. Like, like, like someone explained to me, why is Mandy Rose at 21? What does she do differently? Like, what does she do worse than anyone in the top 10? Let me know. Please let me fucking know. And with that, y'all have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode.